Silhouette Zero is made possible by the listeners like you and Emmeline Duplois, who's an Ethorian spice dealer who mixed up glitter stim with ginkgo biloba. Those Karelian frat boys may not have a, had a good time, but they sure did well on their finals. Good luck getting into the health supplement business, Emmeline, and thank you. Finally, Click has arrived on Gand. Finally, Reyna is in reach. Finally, a confrontation with Vokar. Silhouette Zero, Rebellion, Episode 22, Vokar. And we're back to Silhouette Zero, Season 2, Rebellion. I'm your host and GM, Chris A. I'm the brother, Matt. That, that, that was a really rough one. <laughs> oh, listener, you, you, you better hit those bloopers today <laughs> you you've got to hit those bloopers today you have no idea what you're missing i messed up the intro so bad <laughs> several times it's not your fault emmeline it's not your fault it's my fault the brother matt the player anyway the player the brother matt my fault the destiny pool is currently at one dark three light the planet gand We cut to a scene of ammonia clouds swirling about the Spice Wolf, which has already touched down. We zoom into the back of the ship, where we see a pile of clothing wriggling around on the floor. Stupid can't move in this suit. I don't understand. Jinko, stop, stop moving. I have to take it off of you. No, I will die in the ammonia. But your wings don't work in the suit. How many times do I have to explain this to you? (laughs) Just cut holes for the wings. Then your wings will melt off. Uh Look, okay. The Gand or Mahara's people or whoever didn't really think about your unique biology when they made your custom suit. It may be silhouette zero sized, but it's definitely not Toydarian friendly. So you're going to have to stay on the ship, buddy. Well, well, you're like, or walk. (laughs) I don't think he can. Oh? I can walk. Oh? <laughs> but someone should stay on the ship. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. He's like, Jinko, can you walk? I gotta go. <laughs> As he passes by, like, Kobe's head swivels to, like, follow him. Like, you know, his eye. Just to see if he ever tries to walk or if he flies the whole way. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Tazi is already wearing her custom environmental suit. It is uh, very nice. She has already attached a bunch of gizmos to it in order to hold her tool belt, her ion gun, that sort of stuff. I like to think that I I like to think that she changed it in private because she couldn't wear the robe underneath it. But that suit is still like the it's tinted on the front, but you can still see like little glowing eyes through it. (laughs) Oh yeah, uh huh, totally. Very much the same effect for those of you patrons who listen to the special Hoth episode. Um, oh, where you can just see yeah yeah so she walks over towards you you are still wearing your typical flight suit which has been environmentally sealed uh tazi went over it very carefully to make sure it is ammonia proof so that's not an issue your cool jetpack is retracted on your back uh you bring in anything else probably a gun <laughs> okay which one dragoon the stand the new standard the dragoon yeah yeah, the dragoon on one side. Do you bring in your custom toolkit? No, it's a it's like a toolbox, you know. Yeah. No, that that pretty much always stays on the ship. I think I'll I think I will bring the flash stick though. Feels right. 
Oh, interesting. Okay, so you bring the flash stick. On the other side of the cargo bay... Also, I, even though I never use it, and it's not a good role for me to ever use, but just as a reminder, you did have the shock boots installed into the suit. Right. On the other side of the cargo bay, Zek is motioning to Kobe. What? Uh, listen, droid. need you to hold on to something for me. What? Now, look. Usually... When Jedi do things like this, they implicitly trust the droid's judgment or some nonsense. I don't trust your judgment at all. Aww. Uh, I mean, do you remember when we met and you destroyed that entire facility on Narshada? Uh-huh. Right. So I'm not sure this is the best idea, but I'm kind of running out of time. And I don't really have any other options. <laughs> One of his hands comes out and is doing like the hurry it up motion. <laughs> I want you to hold on to this for me Give it the click when it seems right And he hands Kobe a small Lightsaber He opens up the Prerequisite lightsaber slot that all Asherics have Yep (laughs) He drops it in It's like thank you for your deposit Uh just so we're clear, that one's Winks. Uh-huh. Good. Good talk. <laughs> Shoots out. No, yeah. whoa, whoa, he whoa, grabs whoa, it with the force. <laughs> Gives it back whoa. to him. Back to him. Whoa, 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 whoa. It's like, sorry, I didn't mean to. <laughs> uh, he puts it back in. <laughs> it closes. You exit the back of the Spice Wolf, heading over towards the... The Gand have a launch pad area. With all their equipment. It doesn't look that different from the stuff you're used to. And it's your first time seeing the Quadra Thruster. I came up with a name, by the way. Uh, Alright, what is it? The Gand Blaster. <laughs> get it? Oh, jeez. So like a Sand Blaster? Okay. Gand Blaster? <laughs> uh, yes, I get it. I get it. <laughs> so you're walking along, uh, looking up and down the Gand Blaster. <laughs> To your mild annoyance due to an earlier threat, the name painted on the sign says a Gand Blaster. <laughs> Not this Gand Blaster. <laughs> oh, it should, yeah. It says this Gand Blaster. That's better. Uh, <laughs> I guess it's like 75%. Be respectful of their cultural differences. Maharo says from his own suit. I'm respecting it. I'm not, like, sitting here, like, scratching it off. <laughs> he puts down, like, the piece of, like, the wrench that he was holding. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Meantime, Kobe and Tazi are hitting to work. So let's do some checks here. Uh, what does Kobe want to do? And what does Tazi want to do? Well, the important thing is getting the scanner installed, right? That should be primary. And then also making sure that the thing's... I mean, it passed all of its tests, but... So that should be fine. Oh, and looking for the easily found slave unit, if there is one. Okay, so, um, who is doing what? I feel like Tazi should be doing the installation. That feels more right for her. And Kobe is more of a, how can I rig this thing so that I can steal it sort of vibe. Okay, so have Kobe roll a... Perception or mechanics check at one purple. 
Okay, gonna use mechanics because that's four yellow and a green. That is three success and five advantages. As promised, it was easily found. I would like to crit. <laughs> okay. Uh, so if you want, you can rewire the slave circuit to be controlled by you instead of being deactivated. Ooh, that might be a good idea. Um, and I'm going to say that while he's in there, he makes room for himself. Ooh, okay. Uh, well, yeah, that's a lot of advantages. I can't really say no. Okay. <laughs> he's pulling out excess pieces of weight and just dropping it on the ground. I think that I, I like to think that the Gan just had poor cable management. <laughs> <laughs> and so he just like rearranges it all so it's nice and clean. But now there's this giant like hole. <laughs> So Kobe slides in to test it. Uh-huh. Kobe. Oh. Kobe, where'd you go? Kobe. Wow. 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 Ah, oh no. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Kobe. He rolls out. <laughs> are you going with them? Whoa. Are, are we sure you can handle the extra weight? Whoa. He points at the four giant thrusters. And then he turns on his. Okay, well, I'm going to go ahead and... Uh, Install this thing uh-huh. and add a black to myself Mama. so that whoa. I can. Whoa, 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 whoa. I, I do remove blacks, oh. so I'm going to remove the black. Oh. But that was to also check for making sure your weight isn't going to ruin this thing. Oh. Here we go. Three success, one advantage. Oh. Tazi installs the sensor, and with the advantage, she hooks up a wireless uplink between the sensor and Kobe. I think she can do it wired. Oh, okay. Because he's going to he be... one more cable. Because <laughs> he's going to be in the cabling, right? Yeah. All right, one more cable. Uh-huh. Kobe takes the cable from her and wires it himself. Because <laughs> he has, like, a scheme going on with, like, the wires, like, the cabling. <laughs> and he doesn't want her to mess it up. <laughs> Just because I'm a Java doesn't mean I don't know how to do cable management. Whoa, 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 whoa. Just because you don't understand the pattern of the trash pile doesn't mean there isn't one. Uh-huh. Okay, I think we're running out of time. Is there anything else we should do to this thing while we're here? Oh. What's the handling on it? Can they can they do a tune-up or anything? Or Yeah, why don't you do that? Yeah, let's do a tune-up. But before you do, uh-huh. can Kobe roll a streetwise? Oh. Two purple, one blue. Streetwise. I will also accept Skullduggery. Yes! Beautiful. Because <laughs> Kobe has two ranks in Skullduggery. <laughs> okay. He's two yellow and a green and a blue versus two purple. Yep. Four success and a threat. So one of them could tune up. Uh, it also occurs to Kobe they just checked for booby traps. And we flash back to Jinko looking at this hollow projection of a Salonian stabbing a Twi'lek. Right. I don't understand what this is. Oh. He turns it around. Is that Argol stabbing money? Whoa. Oh, how? Whoa, 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 whoa. Like fiberblade? It was before her new cybernetics. That would explain why we couldn't find the money during that mission. But why would she do that? Whoa. He shuts off the projector and he puts it into his satchel. Oh well nothing to do about it right now. Uh-huh. Hey, Colby. Huh? We've been chased by enough bounty hunters, haven't we? 
Uh -huh. We should be able to figure out how to track someone down, right? Uh -huh. Good. Give us something to do once all this is over. Uh -huh. Now we flash back to the present. Oh. Uh -huh. <laughs> booby traps. Uh -huh. Um. Okay. Well, uh, do you want me to check for the booby traps? And you do the tune-up. Wah wah. <laughs> he doesn't think that she's like sneaky enough to like. Right, other think way of around. More devious booby traps, you know. Right. Okay. Uh, you search for booby traps. Uh huh. So perception or mechanics? How thorough do you want to be? Um, painfully. The four purple. Yeah, because the, the presence of that um recording. Yeah, makes him think that. They're very much being targeted. <laughs> okay, uh, four yellow and green versus four purple. Uh, that is three success, three threats, and a triumph. So Kobe crawls back in. Uh huh. Starts peeking around. Uh, oh, I have to balance this out with threats. Let's see. Yeah. He finds an imperial grade transponder. Hmm. It's a location transmission uh, transponder. Whoa. I think with the triumph, we can change the transponder. Sure. Uh, basically, it's transmitting the location of this thing. Oh, okay. So you could turn it off easily. Right. You could spoof the signal and transmit it with another transmitter. I like that better. Or you could maybe rewire it to trace where it's transponding to. Ooh, that's the best idea. Let's do that one. All right, let's do a computer check then. Okay. Uh, three purple, and I'm going to flip my last dark side point to make one of those purple a red. Okay, so two purple and a red, right? Mm-hmm. Versus four yellow and a green. Uh, let's see here. Come on, I'm checking something real quick. Oh, no, no, no. Here we are. Um, I'm going to incur two strain to activate Master Slicer, Ooh. which decreases the difficulty by one. Ah, oh, snap. Gosh darn it. For two strain? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's fine. You know, I kind of like high level play. It's, it's totally everybody feels super powerful. All right. So now one purple, one red. Yep. All right. Do it. Four success and a threat. Okay, the threat is they're aware that it's being backtraced. Okay. But you've got a pretty solid signal. It's pretty far, but not impossibly far, especially if this thing goes as fast as it's supposed to. Uh-huh. <coughs> and in the meantime, Tazi's going to do the tune-up. So, <laughs> four yellow, one green. Uh... This is probably an average tune-up, so that's two purple. There would be a black for Gantt technology. She removes that black. Anything else? No, sounds good. Six successes. Very solid. So, <laughs> uh, it had a handling of minus two, uh -huh. so it's going to have handling plus one. Nice. Uh, Click is, you know, schmoozing or looking around or doing whatever the heck he's doing. He comes over to the this this Gand blaster. <laughs> Tazi is putting her tools away. Okay, uh, all the modifications you need are done, and I tuned it up for you. Wow, nice. How do you uh, how do you feel about this Ganon Blaster? Well, it seems solid, and uh, it should compensate for the new weight. New weight? What? 
How much? How heavy is your scanner? Kobe, Kobe, suck aboard. I'm not even a little surprised. I don't know why I thought I'd be, but I'm not. I think he found something in there. He's been laughing the whole time. <laughs> hey, Cobes, you got something there? Uh-huh. And he's projecting the image of the boo boo boo, like the transponder location. Ooh, can we add that to a map? And then, where'd you get that? Oh, oh. Oh, yeah, we're definitely not bringing that with us. <laughs> okay, so we know where it is, and that thing's not going to be tracking us anymore. And if we're luck, oh no, they know exactly how fast we're going to be moving because they put it on the vehicle that we're going to be taking. To investigate. Just to investigate. <laughs> Again, walks over to you. Tarsh is the lead designer of this Gand Blaster. I do like the name. I don't mean yours. I mean the one that I gave to the thing. <laughs> Tarsh is neutral about the name choice. Tarsh did not believe this Gand Blaster required a name. But names are fun. This Gand, this Gand Blaster has not yet earned its name. Oh, we'll learn it today, buddy. Tharsh is very... Tharsh believes it is so, for Khan Klikachak must be very, very powerful to have earned three names. Oh, yeah. Not only that, but I blew up a Star Destroyer. <laughs> Tharsh is impressed. I'm headshot. <laughs> uh, you take out the headshot, which melts in the ammonia. <laughs> <laughs> Tazi, we need to find a way to... Atmosphere-proof these. I mean, not now. Not now, but, like, in the future? Sure, I'll put it on the list of important things we need to do. Hey, thanks. Uh, Tharsh is curious as to the purpose of Khan Klikachok's co-pilot. Oh, um, he's my emotional coach. <laughs> he's more of a guru than a coach, really. Ah, Tharsh understands. Tharsh would also bring a Feinsman along if Tharsh felt he was embarking on a difficult quest. Oh, yeah, that's a thing, right? Do you mean Feinsman? Yeah. Correct. Feinsmen are very revered amongst Gan society. Well, Zach here is kind of like one of them. Not quite as revered as yours, but pretty good. Very well. The tests will commence soon. Great, great. Hey, um, you got the uh, path loaded on there and all that? Yes. Tharsh will also transmit to you during the flight. Now, if I have to make any detours, this thing won't run out of fuel, right? The fuel cells on this scan blaster are at maximum capacity. Beautiful. What's the range on this thing, anyway? Something this big? It's pretty impressive. Tharsh and the other GAN have not tested the maximum range. Theoretically, it could be thousands of miles. Very impressive. You know what? I've never tested the maximum range on my pod racer. This raises a lot of interesting questions, Tharsh. Tharsh would like to discuss them at length after the test. Tharsh would like to request Khan Klikachak now enter the vehicle. I will do that, Tharsh. Goodbye. Goodbye. Hey, Zach, did you see me? Did you see me? I was doing so good. Yeah, I'm not Maharo. I don't care how tactful you are. Oh, okay. Well, the bugs were impressed. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, though, he makes a good point. I forgot about the Feinsman, too. Maybe I could use the force to help us locate your friend. Well, in the traditional battle of the force versus Kobe, Kobe has a pinpoint on the map of where they're scanning or where they're tracking us from. So hopefully around there. 
fine, man. I'm just taking a nap while you fly, I guess. No, don't take a nap. Hey, try not to kill us. Well, that's not number one on my priority list, is killing us. I didn't us. survive Order 66 so I could die in a test flight with an idiot. I feel like this is the third time you've used the, I didn't survive Order 66, just to, yeah. He, you know what? He jumps up and he's in the cockpit. No one's impressed, Zach. <laughs> okay, um, I'll be monitoring your comms, so uh, good luck. Thanks. Hey, uh, did you notice Jinko seemed grumpy earlier? Jinko always seems grumpy. I know, but like more agitated. Mm, to be completely honest, Hazi, I have not been paying attention to most of the stuff that's been going around here. I know, you're very excited about this, aren't you? I'm barely containing it. Once again, I won't have to. <laughs> well, maybe if they're not paying attention, I'll try to swipe the blueprints and we can make our own. Tazi, I like this new you. <laughs> Alright, you're in the cockpit. The controls are pretty similar. Uh, this is Tharsh. This is Conklikachok here, Tharsh. Yes, Tharsh. Conklikachok hears you very well. Power up the scan blaster. Alrighty. Here <laughs> we go. It's time for the Silhouette Zero community shout-out. First, we're going to start with some shout-outs from the Force Majeure podcast. They want to give some shout-outs to uh, some upcoming actual play games. There's Flight Risk Pod, uh, which is set in the Old Republic. Not out yet, but you can get more information on Twitter at Flight Risk Pod. Um, there's also Coruscant Nights, which is a Clone Wars era show. And again, not, not quite out yet, but you can uh, follow them on Twitter at Coruscant Night to find out when those shows launch. I also want to give a shout-out to Sarah's Board Game Solutions, uh, where they... Sarah, I guess, makes dice bags. They look pretty nice. Um, you can get that information on her Twitter at bags4dice. That's the number four. And a shout out to the Silverwing Armory, which makes some beautiful campaign notebooks. I'm going to get some. I just can't decide which ones, which is usually a problem when you have a lot of cool stuff. Uh, in particular, there's a really cool pilot's log that is Star Wars themed. Um, and uh, you should check that out. You can find that on Twitter at S Armory. That is uh, all one word, and Armory is spelled with a U, Canadian slash British slash Australian style. David uh, wants to give a shout out to the Almost Heroic D&D podcast. You can find out their information of where you can listen to them on Twitter at Almost Heroic D&D. That is D as in Dancy, N as in Nancy, D as in Dancy. And Malcolm wants to give a shout out to Lockquarrel. That's his bookie name. The meanest, toughest grenade throwing this bookie this side of Kashik. I'm not sure which side of Kashik we's on, but he's the meanest. Thanks for getting us in and out of trouble. And that does it for this week for the Silhouette Zero community shout out. If you want something shouted out for free, Go ahead and send me a message uh, on Twitter at SilZeroChris or email us SilZeroPodcast at gmail.com. That's S-I-L-Z-E-R-O. It is very powerful. Um, I mean, it's not like you've never flown in something very powerful, but starships are built differently than racers, you know? You don't really feel it too much. Yeah, because... That's about stability, and this is all about speed, baby. 
Darsh, have you ever fallen in love with a machine? <laughs> Darsh is uncomfortable with this line of questions. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, Darsh. Me too. <laughs> to gain a basic understanding of this scan blaster, Conclect Attack will accelerate to top speed on the flat surface. The first portion of the course is without obstacles. Sounds good. Conclick Attack may begin when ready. Um, since it's an experimental test thing, he's probably not going to punch it for once. I think he is actually slightly intimidated. That's good because the maximum speed on this thing is six. Wow. Okay, so he's going to do the normal scale up slowly bit. <laughs> All right, piloting planetary, three purple. And two blue for handling, right? One blue for handling. Oh, one blue, that's right. So, two green, three yellow, one blue versus three purple. Ooh, that's a failure and two advantages. How about we do something else here? I suppose this is a bit important, so maybe this is the time for me to use my second chances. Well, I I'm not going to kill you off of this. You're not going to crash. It's a flat land. True. So what happens instead is you kind of sputter, like, and then you like throttle down a second because you're like, whoa. <laughs> it's like, that was too fast. <laughs> you were trying to go, you're trying to ease into it, and within the first nudge of the throttle, you were already at like a cruising speed of your pod racer. Mm. <laughs> what are you doing? I thought you were a pilot. This is a very, very fast thing, Zeg. I don't even think a Jedi could keep track. Oh, I see. You're trying to trick me into flying it for you. Well, I'm not doing I'm it. I'm not trying to. I'm trying to make you understand the the, 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 the the gravity of the situation. So right now you're flying at speed two. Uh-huh. Uh, what do you want to do? Where does the path take us in relation to the course point that we have? So the straightaway path is not going far, far away, but like the longer you're on it, the further away you're going to go. Okay. I think click is just going to bolt out now. That feels like the click thing. None of this ease into the gradual fly off. I think he's just going to go for it. All right. At maximum speed? Let's say yes. All right. That's six purple. Okay. Flip a light side. So four yellow and a green and a blue versus six purple. Ooh, that is a failure, but two threats. Right? Uh, yeah. Okay. You peel let's... off. Eh, hold on. Hold on. We need second chances. Um, once per encounter, I can choose a number of positive dice mm -hmm. to re-roll. Which ones are you re-rolling? I'm going to re-roll the two advantage ones, the green and the yellow. Got it. That gave me two successes and an advantage. So that turns into... Two successes and three threats. Okay. Three strain. Okay. Uh, physical strain. Okay. Boom. Uh, you've never gone this fast in a vehicle this low to the ground without <laughs> so much, like, protection. <laughs> like, certainly X-Wings go this fast, but... That's different. Like this. <laughs> The, the terrain is moving by very quickly. It doesn't take much for you to veer off course and make a beeline toward the transponder point. Uh, this is Tharsh. Is there a difficulty, Conclick Achak? 
Uh, yeah, handling's a little weird. I'll fix it soon. All right, so you're holding steady on the course. Uh, how does you feel about this thing? Um, probably that mix of like awe and terror at the same time. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's something that actually scares him in terms of like in order to fly it, like how most people would feel about like a speeder bike. Right. He's feeling a little bit of that, but he has so much experience that he's he knows how to cope with that sort of feeling. But it's just it's both refreshing and terrifying for him to experience it after so long of never having to like feel it. It's like a good rush for him. Yeah. And so this is not the clear track. So there are some hills and trees and, and difficulties, but nothing that uh, he has to actually roll for right now. He's just managing to maneuver everything around. Uh, you travel for, I don't know, maybe like five minutes. Kind click and track. We have attempted to regain control of the vehicle, but we cannot. Sorry, you're cutting out a little bit. <laughs> Alright, so now we've stolen a very powerful ship. What's next? We go to the point! Alright, so now we're hitting up some difficult terrain. Uh, okay, so it's going to be, for difficult terrain, it's going to be three purple, two red, uh, and a black. Three purple, two red, and a black? Mm-hmm. I'm going to flip another destiny point. Do you remove piloting blacks? Yeah, I do. Okay. I'm a skilled jockey. Are you going to show them? Ooh. I don't know. I failed past two. So, yes, I am. <laughs> the answer is yes. I'm going to take the strain. We're going to show about this. Kadoosh. One success and one advantage. And a and triumph. Triumph. And the blue is blank. Yeah, I know. <laughs> At first, uh, I guess this is the Star Wars equivalent of riding a wild horse at first it fights you it terrifies you it tries to kick you off but after a while it becomes second nature and therefore under your control you are zipping through this stuff easily whatever apprehension you had about its handling about its speed it's now out of your mind and now you're just flying like you always fly i was starting to wonder if you'd lost your touch just getting a feel for it it's not my vehicle they just built this thing and only droids have flown it I am beyond humanity! I am Khan Klikachak, pilot of the stars! <laughs> what do you want to do that triumph? Hum. I don't have anything. Because nothing's really happening, per se, you know? Mm hmm. You want to pocket it? Yeah. Okay. You are now very rapidly approaching the, the target point, and you can see. In the distance, there's some sort of dome-shaped complex ahead. Well, that looks sufficiently gandy. Yeah, I can, I can sense him. Wow, this close. We're already... That was fast. Um, I want to check the map to see how far we've traveled. Sure. Okay, so let's do some Star Wars math. Okay. I believe that the uh, pod racer goes 700 kilometers per hour. Okay. Because I believe a swoop goes 300 kilometers per hour. Gotcha. So I said this thing goes twice the speed of a uh, pod racer, which would be 1,400 kilometers per hour, which is uh, 8,900 miles per hour. <laughs> <laughs> so 
So for me to say you've traveled a thousand miles is probably not out of hand. Now, for those of you science nerds who are sitting there going, now, wait a minute. If I look up the mass of Gand, you can't even... Tra- no, don't. This is Star Wars. Even within its own movies, the rules and timing of hyperspace are inconsistent. <laughs> it, just, it just happens, okay? Get off my back. If Finn and Rose can go have an entire adventure and get back in time before that ship catches the other ship. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. And no, I still love The Last Jedi Hater, so stop it. Okay, so you've gone very, very far. Do you think that they're aware we're here? I don't know. He, he does feel close. I mean, I'm kind of serious about we should probably bring other people, right? Boom! Vokar lands on the top of the thing. <laughs> and I flipped the destiny point. Da, 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 da. And he thrusts his lightsaber into the, the front of the, the vehicle. <laughs> it's nothing's happening yet. He's starting to cut through it, but as I said, these thing these engines are massive. Uh what's the ejector situation like here? Hmm. If you flip for it, I'll give it to you. With the condition that Kobe has a drop hatch. Sure. <laughs> Bloop. I mean, again, are doing an experimental vehicle with an organic. They would have tried to put in some sort of safety measure, so that makes sense. Yeah. So I'm already going full speed, right? Yep. And what would you say the surrounding area is like? Can't see, really. It's a lot of ammonia in this area. Very misty. But I can see a dome. You can see a dome ahead because it does have lights. How close am I to the dome? Ever ever encroaching? Uh, How close do you want to be to the dome? Pretty close. I mean, my current plan is to hard bank to the side, eject out, and then try to beat him to (laughs) hopefully bail him because... Even as a Jedi, like, this is fast. Right. No matter how good your reactions are, I mean, it was a small miracle, like, almost like the dark side of the forest flipped a destiny point and let him land on it. Yes. And even a second at 8,000 miles an hour, you're going to be kind of far, and I don't care how fast a Jedi runs. Okay. So, you go to eject. I'm thinking Koigrin turn into full throttle... We eject at the slowest point right before the inertia kicks in, which would force him against, like, the front for a second. Plus, he's got his lightsaber in there. How's that sound? Okay, uh, what do you have to do for the Koyagrin? Is just a maneuver? It is a maneuver. It is not a... There's no strain? It is not an action. It is a maneuver. Okay. So you do that. (laughs) This impossibly fast vehicle flips over on its end. Probably something it was not meant to do. Zek grunts in in confusion... Vokar lets out a yell of surprise. Even Kobe's like, whoa! Hey guys, get ready to bail. As the momentum shifts, you hit the ejector switch. You and Zek are thrown into the air. Zek immediately releases his uh, harness. I do as well, and free my jetpack. Piloting planetary check, please. Okay. Uh, Two purple, one black. And I remove the black, so two green, three yellow, two purple. Two success, two advantages, and triumph. 
A natural triumph, not even one from a roll. You catch Kobe as he's flying through. Okay. <laughs> wall. Hi, Kobe. You guys land, uh, and Zek kind of emerges from the mist. Uh, and you you look off to the side. You see, you know that the the quad thrusters is vanishing far into the horizon now. All right, guys, let's hurry. Yeah, not a lot of time, huh? Probably not. Uh, how come we can never do like an exploratory scouting and then come back with full force? Whatever. You better go. This is what we have. Let's do this. No, you go. What? I'll wait for him here. Oof. Okay. But you know that, like, one nick in your suit, right? Yeah. I know. He takes out his lightsaber, turns it on, and the red blade from the recovered gem from Dan Toine ignites. You didn't really think I thought I was getting out of this planet alive, did you? Of course you will. <laughs> Always the optimist, Kachak. Listen, I'm thankful for what you did with, for Marina and Derry. Thank you for helping me. Go get your friend. Go. We'll come back for you, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> Speed two? I believe that's my maximum, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. The, uh, your advanced jetpack is speed three. Oh. Then speed Are three. Are you carrying Kobe? Yeah, I think so. All right. Well, with his little jets firing along, I'm not going to make a big fuss about it. Yeah. And so you and Kobe land on the out- exterior of his dome. There's a door. It is locked. Kobe, door. <laughs> uh, computers, three purple. Uh, three success, two advantage. <laughs> you enter the first door, the door shuts behind you, and a decontamination sequence activates. All right, they have to pressurize it, don't they? Or not pressure, but you know what I mean, Kobe. <laughs> Make it so the captain can live in here. Oh. And uh, the air is clean of ammonia. The other door opens up. <laughs> Blaster out. Uh, perception, two red and a purple and a black. Okay, then I'm going to group perception this. <laughs> Agree? Uh, sure. What, it was two purple or red? Oh, two red, one purple, one black. Okay. So the base is three for Kobe's cunning. Kobe has a yellow. Click has yellow. But click also removes two blacks from perception. Okay. So that is now a green and two yellow versus a purple and two red. Which is very balanced and very bad. Uh, That is a failure, an advantage, and a triumph. This is exactly the role I wanted. (laughs) Well, good. (laughs) You're entering this dome. You see there's lab equipment, uh, living space, very large hollow, like hollow drama projector. Uh, it's playing a show right now. The volume's on very, very loud. Uh, and you're you're kind of like, oh, shoot, what, what what show is playing? Oh, I know what show's playing. And now back to Clone with the Wind. There it is. Oh, I do declare, I don't think I can do this anymore. Ah, uh, but we clones. Come on, brothers. We can do this. <laughs> I love that we guy. We will save the galaxy. He was my favorite. Oh. Man, he's so good. <laughs> and as you're watching this TV, you feel a blaster at the back of your head. I don't need a handler anymore. What took you so long? Ah! Raina's holding a pipe. <sighs> Captain, why did you think it wasn't me? 
with Kobe. <laughs> I wasn't sure. This, this rather terrible Gan person keeps messing with my mind. Yeah, Vokai. The, the horrible Sith Inquisitor. Yes, I know his name. I've been irritating him for months now. Where have you been? Trying to... Can we talk later? He's coming back. Is there a way to force to get out of here? Well, how did you get here? He brought me in a ship. Well, where's the ship? I don't know. It flew away. He's been here without a ship? Yes, we haven't left at all. Of all the Griffin... Is your plan still to just see if you can find a ship when you get there? <laughs> yes! I literally sent the Inquisitor on the vehicle I had in order to buy me time. Don't you have a transponder? On the ship that's flying away? Uh-oh, uh-oh. Kobe taps on your, your suit. Tink, tink, tink. Is Tazi still bugging me? Uh-huh. Then yes. <laughs> okay, but um, how far are you from the, from the Spice Wolf? We are very far. Um, I mean, not for not for the Spice Wolf, but all right. Well, give me a hand here, Kobe. We have to reconfigure this uh, hollow drama transmitter into well, a receiver into a transmitter. Uh, you can roll his mechanics at uh, three purple, one black. Okay, four yellow, green, three purple. Remove black. Three success and two advantage. I don't suppose you have an extra blaster with you. I think he's carrying one. Oh, you have one, Kobe. Let me check. I get confused about that. What? Between our our original campaign and then season one, Kobe has taken and dropped so many blasters. I feel like he probably still has one, right? Well, I'm sure our super fans uh, are going to write in and correct. Let us someone keep track. I need someone to find out how many times he's picked up and thrown away blasters. <laughs> okay. Whatever listener wants to volunteer to uh, track Kobe's blaster owning status, please sign up at cellzeropodcast at gmail.com. Or you could start like a Tumblr that's called like, Does Kobe have a oh, blaster? And you could just post yes. I would or love no. that. <laughs> every day you have to post whether he does or not. Or actually, every week, we don't release every day. So yeah. <laughs> every week, just write yes or no. Uh, we could just flip a side, light side and just say he does. Yeah, we could. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. And I'll be taking that back now. What? My flash stick. How'd you know I had it? It's on your belt. Click. True, true. <laughs> you gave it to me. Yes, when I thought I wanted to be... A quiet scientist living in exile. And I've decided that's a terrible life to have. What do you want to be instead? I don't know. I'd rather go back to living on a ship trying to make ends meet. If I'm quite honest with you. Have you thought about working with your buddies? The other jaw? No, I can't. I can't do that again. It's been too long and it has been too much of a headache already. To be honest with you, the first few days that I was captured, it was a bit of a relief. I mean, I still have all of your buddies with me. <laughs> okay, do you want me to say it? Here we go. Will you please take me onto your crew? Of course, Captain. No, you're still the captain. I'll accept, I don't know, first Whatever, mate. we'll figure it out. Here's your coat. <laughs> <laughs> Better? Much. All right. Let's try to get a hold of Tazi, shall we? Worry. <laughs> 
Um, well, I'm, I'm sorry, Mr. Gand. I just don't know where he could be. Let's all click for ya. Flying around Ozzie. without... Ozzie. Oh, oh, um, look, I gotta take this call. It's, um, from my doctor. <laughs> I have... Sarlax disease. <laughs> Sand poisoning. <laughs> Click, what is it? Where are you? You still have me on your tracking, right? Yeah, I didn't know you were going to go thousands of miles away. That doesn't have enough signal. Okay, even though in Star Wars, a tiny transmitter apparently goes through hyperspace, but whatever. whatever. We'll boost the signal here. You prep the ship. You need to come get us. Okay. Uh, do you have the captain? I'm right here, Tazi. Captain! Not now! Okay, right, okay. We're, we're leaving. We're leaving. Get Jinko. Maybe he'll keep things driven. I know. It sounds weird, but that's what he does now. <laughs> Jinko! Jinko, we gotta go! Finally! I mean, they saw the direction he was flying in, right? Sure. And the Spice Wolf boosts off to very confused Gand, who are like, what is going on here? <laughs> hey, Jinko. What? Um, you easiest way is look for the two people fighting with lightsabers. We're just going to do this the easy way. Follow the, the tracking device. Yeah, I know, but when you see him, maybe the Inquisitor's further away from Zack? Okay, you're going to have to give me a minute. He went very fast, and the Spice Wolf can't even keep up with that speed. I'm just saying, if you see an Inquisitor that's not next to our friend, shoot him with a blaster cannon. Can you please let me fly? I am not a pilot. Right, sorry. I forget. Because you fly all the time. (laughs) And never walk. Are you alright, Click? I mean, you must have gone through quite a bit to find me. I'm... Can I be honest, Captain? Yes. I'm very tired. Oh. Well, thank you. It's greatly appreciated. No, you're welcome. I mean, I'm not tired of, like, doing this. I mean, I am tired of doing this, but... I blew up a Star Destroyer. Oh, that's very nice. I beat... an Ace Imperial pilot in their own ships. In a duel. Oh. That must have been exciting. Do you not believe me? Uh, to be to be fair, he said he destroyed a Star Destroyer. He did not say single-handedly in an X-Wing. They say people don't do that with Star Destroyers. What do you mean? Destroy them? Yeah. I mean, it's difficult, but it's not impossible. That's what I said. They said, no, you need at least an entire fleet with you. Well, not an entire fleet. What did you have? A couple of Corvettes? A frigate? Well, no, I had an X-Wing. Y- you mean you destroyed the Star Destroyer by yourself. Well, yeah, like you said, it, it's not impossible, but it takes effort. Click, you know, I probably should be more impressed, but at this point in our relationship, I just really expect the unexpected. But how did you get the resources to find me? What? We've been fighting with the rebels. Oh, the Alliance. I'm on it. I, I am a certified hotshot ace. I, I assume that my... Patriots, my colleagues, I assume you got to them. Yeah, 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 they're all on the ship. Oh, excellent. <laughs> They've been helping us. Well, I'm glad to know that you're part of the Alliance, because, to be honest, I've got a rather a bit of important news. What, the second Death Star? Yes, it's it's <laughs> a reality. Yeah, I know. We, we were 
We saw the kyber crystal gathering thing. Well, I know, and I also told you, but it's almost complete. They started construction on it before the construction of the first one was done. I didn't even know they'd started that early. Oh, so... much larger and much more powerful. How powerful was the first one? Uh, it blew up planets. What happened to it? It got destroyed by Luke Skywalker, the pilot of the Rebellion. Wait, what was he flying? Next week. Oh, I see where you're going with this. Very well. No, no, no. I'm just confused. Why is everyone baffled that I blew up a Star Destroyer, of which the Empire has yes. hundreds or thousands right. of? Mm-hmm. I'm no, sorry. Is it because I'm not? Question. Is it because I'm not a human? <laughs> you hear the airlock opening. Uh oh. <laughs> Vokar is standing in the room wearing a breather mask. He was not as difficult to kill as I thought he would be. Well, of course not. You cheated. Did I? Sure did. Do tell, Kachak. Well, you're fighting him out there in all that gas? Not really a mighty warrior hiding on your bug planet. <laughs> I had no intention of winning by pathetic moves like that. But that's how it happened, isn't it? No, my blade struck true straight through his chest. But I also don't care whether you believe me or not. <laughs> now I will finally end you. No, I don't think you will. Initiative. Cool, please, if you like. Let me pull his up again real quick. I don't I don't know if you want Kobe to be in the battle or not, but... Um, not really. Let's see. Cool or vigilance? Cool's better. I got three success and two advantages. Velkar has four success, three advantages. Okay, so he's going to go in and uh, try to stab you. Three yellow and a green... Do purple. Do you want to do any vehicle maneuvers with your jetpack? I would very much like to. Um, <laughs> oh, let's see. I mean, I don't really have anything listed as like a thing. How about you take my handling as blacks? Sure, why not? So two black. I mean, it's not going to make that much of a difference. He's literally a killer. <laughs> so, what would fifteen damage do? Kill him. Oof. So he's rushing toward you. What's your wound threshold? 14. Okay. Oh, wait. Actually, it wouldn't kill me. 15 minus 3. Wait, wait, it ignores Soak. It's a lightsaber. Uh, correct. Yeah, no. It, it kills me. Okay. Well, it doesn't kill you. Take puts you down. Yeah, but I got this. Okay. <laughs> and boom, 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 boom. What do you do? So I had a triumph earlier that I said I could, but you said I could pocket, right? You do. I still have a robo hand that can disable cybernetics. Oh, snap. <laughs> I want to do that. Okay. <laughs> so as you're falling back, the handy hand leaps out of your pocket. That's more what? like he stabs me and is like, gotcha. <laughs> and what's the handy hand doing? Well... He's got a rebreather. <laughs> okay, so specifically, it had a, a subroutine to disable the cybernetics that uh, Talaric had. But, I mean, whatever 
algorithm Telerik created is meant to overpower very complicated internal processors, right? Yeah. I mean, beautiful cybernetics like his must be doing thousands of calculations in order to mimic those muscle movements. Oh, absolutely. A rebreather goes in, out, in, out. <laughs> and filter with like a filter in it. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and say that's enough to overload its internal processing. So he looks down, the handy hand is glutching his rebreather, and he's like clawing at himself. Like, <laughs> like trying to, and he's rushing for the airlock. Uh, Raina starts firing. Uh, what's Kobe do? Kobe wants to try to lock the airlock. Uh, okay, computers. <laughs> what the heck? It's probably simple. It's a lock. Uh, one purple. Two success, six advantages, and a triumph. He triggers the blast door. So as he's waiting for the, the airlock door to open under his command, he's leaning against the wall with one hand. Mm-hmm. The blast door comes slamming down from the top and pins his arm underneath it. Ooh, nice. <laughs> And now he's reaching for, like, the broken rebreather, but now that's on the floor. He's trying to pull his own arm off. Kobe's wheeling towards him. Uh, he reaches out with the force, pulls his lightsaber back, cuts his own arm off. Uh, although, all the whole time, taking blaster shots in the back, by the way. Right. Uh, now Kobe's next to him. Is he paying attention to the droid? Or does he pay attention to Reyna, who's shooting at him and has been oh, bothering him? No one pays attention to the droid. It's the rule of the show. I want him to draw the lightsaber <laughs> and try to stab him from the back. Uh, melee. <laughs> uh, let's see, where is that? Oh, that's right. He has nothing. I'm going to flip a destiny point. <laughs> uh... Normally, there'd all be all sorts of adversary rules here, but this is pretty cinematic, so I just want to know. Two purple, one blue, one black. And one yellow. A success, a threat, and a triumph. <laughs> Goes through his back, out his chest. What he cool probably thing. recognizes it as Wink's lightsaber, right? Oh yeah, he knows. <laughs> what cool thing does Kobe say? He probably doesn't say anything. I think Vokar believes for that last second that Wink didn't actually die. And you know how he always said, like, th- they hated each other, but she was also his only friend. I right. think he believes that she didn't die and that she literally did stab him and kill him. Oh. In that last moment, he believes that she she betrayed him. Mm-hmm. Wow. The dead Gand husk falls to the floor. His lightsaber hits the ground, deactivates. Reyna rushes over to Click, who's been stabbed. Are <laughs> <laughs> you all right? Uh, no. Pong, 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 pong. Open the door. Open the door. <laughs> oh, Kobe put the lightsaber away, by the way. Oh, yeah, of course. And uh, the scene fades away as the crew of the Spice Wolf are dragging Click onto the Spice Wolf, and the ship launches off from the murky surface of Gan. End of episode! Phew! So, did I do anything that surprised you? (laughs) Now, look. (laughs) 
listeners. <laughs> There's a game that we loved called Space Quest Six. <laughs> and in Space Quest Six, you get a fish pretty early on in the game in your inventory, and you never use it. It's just there. The whole game. And it starts rotting. Yeah, it starts to rot. Like, there's a point where somebody takes all of your inventory. <laughs> and as and you're leaving, they go, hey, you forgot your fish. Yeah, they like, <laughs> make a point to make sure you know this fish is following you everywhere. <laughs> and of course, the fish is the, what you use at the very end to defeat the enemy. I feel like this is happens to me a lot here on Silhouette Zero. I give Matt something, and I... And if it doesn't get used basically right away, I know it's going to turn into a space quest fish. Because I don't forget. I know. I know you don't. I know you still have that uh, knockout mushroom. I do. Yes. (laughs) But it wouldn't work on a rebreather. (laughs) So listen, I know it surprises me, but it doesn't surprise me. Like, I was like, ah, you got him. So, what did bravo. you think? Was, what? How did you think this was going to happen? I don't know. I <laughs> thought you were going to win initiative, is what I thought, and I thought you were going to shoot his rebreather no like you way, did initially. There's no way I'm going to beat a Jedi initiative. Yeah, that's true. But you know what's going to happen next? Reyna's back on the team. You know, like, but now there's new threads that have to be wrapped up. You know, this season is is on its downward slope. Everybody, things are starting to get resolved. In an exciting and unexpected way. Well, in the meantime, if you enjoyed that, you can uh, support us on patreon.com slash sillzero. Give us a coffee or give Matt a coffee. ko-fi.com slash sillzero. Because I am allergic. I can't (laughs) drink your coffee. Uh, What else do we do? Oh, we're Uh, on on Twitter? At podcast school of podcasts (laughs) oh well yeah so uh, if you go to my twitter at ing daydreams you can find a link to my other podcast the podcast school podcast the podcast about making podcasts or at anchor.fm slash pod school i talk about how to make a podcast i give you behind the scenes stuff for still zero i I basically give you for free all the stuff that i have learned from years of hard work why am i doing that anyway uh Show Twitter, Sil Zero Chris. I'm at Sil Zero Matt. That's S I L Z E R O M A T T. And I'm the guy that made you have an anticlimactic fight. That was not an anticlimactic fight. That was good. And now both Kobe and Click have an Inquisitor kill. Oh, snap. That's going to be a great conversation. <laughs> and um, hey, if you are a fan of me, uh, I recently recorded the Halloween episodes for Heroes of the Hydean Way. I did a uh, Heroes of the Twidean Way because it was a Twilight Zone style episode. So you check that out at thehidingway.com. And until next time, may the force be with you. End of episode. Go Biloba. Those Karelian frat boys may not have had good time, but wow, sorry, I need to restart. (laughs) A lot of that got away from me. But I make Kendo read good. <laughs> make Kendo read good. Why? Why so words? Why so words? How words? Uh, okay. I'm going to keep this in, though, so that you can keep it if you want. Um, 
first off, though, you wrote a Athorian. That's what threw me off at first. <laughs> you are a Athorian. You can. You don't have to do the beginning silhouette zero as me. I can cut, cut. I can reuse that. No, we do it in one take. <laughs> silhouette zero. <laughs> Oh, boy. <laughs> Silhouette Zillo. <laughs> so good. Silhouette Zero is made possible by listeners like you. And Elmloween. <laughs> what is happening? Are you having a stroke? <laughs> oh, God. Sorry. It's been a long day for me. And Emmeline Deplois, who is an Athorian spice dealer who makes up glitter stim with Ginkgo Delope. <laughs> I'm sorry.